Okay, so there you go. Uh, we are recording. We're live. Post Houston Lemons stunting and exploding. Um, with presented Chris, by Yokohama. Presented by Yokohama uh, with Carper and myself. Um, I wanted to recap what happened with the 924. What happened with us? Why it was just us? What the theory was going into it, and then what actually manifested through the event. Um, Let's start off with the punchline of we finished um, in the P-word car. Finished in a Porsche. That's always good. Well, we just call it a P-word because it's not as bad as the C-word. <laughs> say the C-word, everybody gets mad. Uh, the P-word, people don't mind so much. So go ahead. You I tell think, me. Yeah, I think the best part was the fact that you we finished in that car with a Porsche engine. How and tested was the car? It had some street miles on it. Some miles, so street miles as in it's a tag street legal vehicle or you're a hooligan out there fucking tearing up the streets. It is a tag street legal with an antique auto tag on it. Oh, son of a bitch. You can drive that on the street <laughs> as necessary to, uh, what, what does it say? In support of club related events and for maintenance and yeah. troubleshooting. So This guy quoting the law. You can drive it, you can yeah. drive it on the street. As long as you're going someplace that's related to something like that. And it was related, so... Absolutely. It was good. Should have driven it there, but that would have been a really bold move had something gone wrong. I would have worried about the tires. Yeah. I mean, the tires just... I'm not sure they would have made it there in fact. <laughs> tires were not the hot ticket we'll, on that car. We'll, we'll get into tires yeah. very soon. We'll talk about so let's get to the point of there was two drivers in a car, um, which I'll say was the two people that really started this whole fucking woman's journey, was you going, hey, Richard, let's do this stupid shit. Um, and then found a Toyota. We bought a Toyota. Um, we ran a shell of Toyota. We put an axle, additional axle on the Toyota. Got the Isuzu, uh, which is still running. Got a van, which is still running. Didn't run this race before. It's still running. Burn the van. Got a Mustang that was running. Got rid of that. Um, it's not running currently. We're going to help those guys get it back together. Um, so we're sitting here, literally have sold off four... Lemons cars that we own, plus the Sebring, which is really Scott's, which is really Blaine's. But anyway, five Lemons cars that we've sold that we would call blood here. Um, only one how do we end up? Truck. How do we end up in a fucking 924? Only one I miss is the truck. That's the only one I miss. The truck was just perfect it, for it, Lemons. It, it, was, it was everything it would ever be. But now, how slow would that thing be? I think our best time in that ever was a 207. There's a lot of faster cars out there. A lot of faster cars. Yeah. I think our best in the truck was like a 210 or a 212. 207. 207 is the best ever. Yeah. Better than I thought. Yeah. 207 is the best ever. 22R automatic transmission, three axles, or technically two axles, and then. And a dummy axle behind. It was fantastic. It worked. It it, without corner in the carousel, a P30, all day long. I would have liked some of that this weekend. That would have been nice. Tires were were a handicap. So let's go back to how we land on the. Porsche. Somebody said, I really want to do this. I'm tired of missing races. And I said, let's just do this. And in a moment of weakness, I think you agreed, fine, I'll do it. You didn't say Porsche at that point, or P-word at that point. You said, let's do this. And I said, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, we'll figure it out. Yep. And I'm glad that we did this. The car we did ran the whole race. If we'd done one of our other hair-brained ideas... Failure. Yeah. Minute. Yeah. I mean... God bless them for trying to keep a rotary alive, but I, we would have, no. Mm-mm. 
I'll say that that rotary that was there, second gen white RX7, if you're listening, you guys are carving a lot of power. You've got to learn how to pass. Hmm. There's wow, a lot of that. There's a lot of that. CMW. race. The red BMW. Two, 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 I believe. Two. Or were two of them? Or two of them. But yeah, there was a red BMW that was extremely aggressive. Super fast. Super fast. Dude, you're going to walk us on the straights. Yeah, they walked him in straight. It's like, uh, it's uh, three hours into the event and you're already dive bombing in corners and there's another, you know, 13 hours to go in racing. You're not going to win a race in this corner. And suffice it to say that I, being my asshole self, had to make a trip to their pit stall, their paddock. You didn't have to. No, I had to. No, you didn't have um, to. And made conversation with them advising against how they should drive. Um, let's just say that later in the day, um, I exited the track myself voluntarily to avoid contact with them because it was going to be a fist fight afterwards. Um, let's please, please observe courtesy and driving and motorsports and racecraft when you've got 15 fucking hours left in the race. But I could win it in the first lap. Oh, yeah. Oh, first Ooh. lap. First oh. lap. Second lap. Second lap? First lap. First lap. First green flag lap. That was awesome. I it, saw the video finally. It was not, it was not awesome at all. Oh, it, it's man. shocking and scary. and it's, No, no, no not awesome as, it's, as in, man, that's great. I want oh, to see yeah, it again. No, that was just... awesome as in, wow. Yeah. How quickly your life can go from good to bad. Yep. Um, what we are doing is dangerous. This is why we stress so much about the safety of your cars, even your lemons. Uh, that is why the guy's name is Big B, Big Brian, who built the car. Um, I've got his number and info. The hope is to have him on the podcast uh, next couple of weeks. Um, didn't really want to talk about it right now. Um, he's pretty much getting roasted on the internet for a bunch of crap. Um, it happens. Uh, but I'll tell you from what I saw and what I touched, um, the seat... So, went through a tire wall. Cars aren't designed to do that, right? But went completely through the tire wall. Um essentially sideways, dropped the wheel off, sucked them off to the side, and sideways took out the first two bundles, caught the tail one, loaded the car with grass, lucky it did not catch on fire based on what we saw over the next two days, but the failure point in the collision, the only failure point that I saw immediately upon touching it, was that the, let's just call it a um, Sarco, because I don't know what brand it was, and I don't want to say it was the SD yeah. one, yeah. it was a fact, it was a aftermarket race seat slider that the tracks collapsed on due to the force of the impact. The mount they had made, the base they had made, was perfect. It was not deformed. The cage, not deformed. Um, I will touch on window nets as well. We've got a special episode coming up on window nets in reference to how SCCA runs them, to how NASA runs them, to how SVRA runs them, to now how Lemons is running them. And I'll just give you the punchline. You need a window net or you need arm restraints. Um, even Chris Carper needs that. Mm-hmm. You need a little religion in your life, boy. The window's really small. Though. The window's small. Your hand is not large. Unlike other things. That's a fat choke, isn't it? Oh, I call it what you want. It hurts. Yeah, yeah. No, but that car was fast. That, that, that car. The, the Mustang was fast and it was given a lot of shit. And, you know, it was one of the uh, better prepared cars. It was prepared beyond what you would usually see at a NASA or SCCA race. Um, it was somebody who had not found their calling quite yet. But it had a different brand, different uh, different series uh, numbers on it. 
No, did it? I missed that. Chom. Okay. Jam. So it, yeah. it already ran mm-hmm. jam. Okay. Yeah. Well, that sucks because they already ran a race and they really lost out because that car, based on what I saw, I would consider it essentially a write-off. Um, it could be repaired. I mean, we've repaired cars that hit a boulder at 80 mile an hour. Um, you can fix anything, but is it worth it? Um, that car sustained a lot of damage in Bad turn karma. one. Huh? Bad karma. Bad karma. Bad Just write the car off and yep. build something else. Yep. I get it. Even the one that wouldn't hit the boulder. Yeah. Well, and today that one wouldn't start. After all the... Anyway, all the time. We're not going to go after that. All the time. That was crazy. That was a crazy start. And then a you crazy had a start. long, long, Every long, lemon start. Long yellow. Every lemon start is that issue. That's why when you took the start, I was happy because I didn't want the start. I hate the start. It's very, 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 very crowded. Yeah. I don't have the patience for that. Haven't had the attrition yet. Yeah. So, race started. 107 cars took the check, took the green flag. I don't know how many took checker, but 107 started. Um, race progresses. You're driving. You're not making any mistakes except for a red Audi. Right? It was uh, mostly silver. Mostly silver mostly Audi. Silver with red on it. Red bumper, I believe. Yep. Say, so, well, red's the only transfer I saw in your car. That's why I said red. Yep. But, you know. So, the Porsche that we painted, race car paint job, not like baller, but car was not violated. Nope. Um, uh, gets tagged in the front because of first hour and a half of the race. It was like almost as soon as you went back green after that long Oh, yellow. shit. So you're like 45 minutes. Everybody 45, was super minutes. excited. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah brains, brains so you get one guy that wants to uh, dive bomb again through a corner on a car that's slower than it because they can make up that one corner position to get ahead of everybody. Yeah. So I was already like trying to disappear in the corner. Yeah. And I was, I was on the inside. There was another car on the outside taking the proper line through the corner. <laughs> Only way you go. Somebody else tried to go right between the two of us. And so, yeah. And there was the thunk on the driver's side. And that was that was that was pretty annoying. That was annoying. And so, the rule, for those of you that have not participated in Lemons, and I say that because there's a bunch of you listening that have not participated in Lemons yet, but still listen. Um, in Lemons, you make contact. You're supposed to come in. And go to the penalty box because both teams offending go to the penalty box, and usually there's a black flag thrown because corner workers would see it. In this instance of it being a restart and being 106 cars, nobody saw um, it. Nobody saw it, so there was no red flag, no black flag. So you continue to race. Yep. This guy continues to race because he's already jumped off in front. Well, yeah, he was a mile away. He was so yeah. much faster, man. All you gotta do, give. Give me, five seconds, give me a tenth of a second. Give me five, and you're gone. Give, give me five seconds, and then you're going to be way the hell gone yeah. on the, as soon as you get that diamond's edge to the straight. You're some, done. Some people just not smart. Yep. Um, so that happens, and then my understanding is you then we drove. Had, a, had a funky smell. Then we drove for a couple hours, for like an hour, hour plus. Yeah, you got about, you had less than two hours by in the end. I about two hours. That's pretty close to two hours. But you had the smell. So then, uh, it, you know, the smell of escaping electrons. Electrons getting out. Yep. Never a good plan. Nope. It's a very British. And the smell, uh, the smell of electrons. Yep. Reminds me of the smell of other rapid moving molecules. And then you're there at Diamond's Edge, where it finally slows down enough, and you're getting that stronger smell of electrons. And I think there's enough lack of enough airflow at that point that you can finally see where the uh, electrons are escaping from. Uh oh. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> so that was that was that was not uh, that was not fantastic. Now, uh, there was the decision of, well, do I see if it goes away after another lap, or do I come in? 
So at this point, we came right in immediately. So it was a good spot to see it. <laughs> to have it happen, it was a good spot. Sweet. Got there, went back to uh, went back to the to the garage, to the uh, to the crack team uh, that we had there, and uh, there was a discussion between the. Uh, I don't know what what do we want to title you for that point. At that point, you were out of the car, so you would have been, say, car chief at that point. Kind of like, let's go fucking race chief. Yeah, so one person is waving, saying, come into the garage, and the other person behind the wheel saying, I've got smoke, I'm not going to go into the enclosed space and burn but, down the But you're garage. wearing a helmet. I am. And still have a car running. Uh-huh. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, I can't even see your lips moving. I'm like, what the fuck, pull in. I have no idea what's going on. I don't see any smoke. I don't smell any smoke. Like, what the fuck are you doing? You make me walk outside? God damn it. And I didn't want to shut it down. <laughs> until somebody else, well, that, that was part of it, but until somebody else could see where the damn smoke was <laughs> and not just be like, oh, you're so full of crap. You I will say this, though. The, the, the smoke was not impressive. No. There wasn't, there just wasn't enough smoke. There was enough. Penn and Teller would have been upset that I'm not smoking. Well. Not enough. I'm not burning down the rest of the car. I agree. So, came in, sorted the problem. I felt like that was fixed in like 15 minutes. Turns out it was like 15 50 minutes off track. That's yeah, alright. So, what, so what what it was, the lessons learned. The exciter wire running to the from the master switch to the fuse box was not a large enough gauge. Additionally, inside the fuse box we found some corrosion between a couple fuses. Promptly cleaned that off. Uh, didn't have any larger gauge wire with us, so we just made an additional wire. Um, Ran it to it in parallel. So, there he is there. At least split the load or let the heavier load move to the other wire. Um, all seemed fixed and well. Um, driver 2 hops in a car. Driver 2 being Jose from Kobe's, right? Yep. From Kobe. Mechanical genius. Mechanical genius. 924, 944, idiot savant. Um, felt like he was a good guy to have on the team. Um, he's driven the cars, raced the cars in PCA. Um, also, wrenches on these specific cars for a living. So, what, who better to have in your corner? Amongst other cars. So, yeah. I, Amongst I others. Like, I definitely think that he's... 924, 944 is his main one, isn't it? No? Did I lie? No, no, I'm no, telling think, lies now? No, I think it's mostly accurate. But I'm sure there's, I'm, I'm, there's more to him than that. That's yeah. all you were interested in. Well, he was super familiar with the platform. So yeah, he, very familiar was, with the platform. There was definitely someone light and self-interest on that. Yeah. I was curious to see what times he turned in the car. And just, here, this is where you should be. On shit tires. We'll get to the Oh, we tires. didn't get there. We'll Damn, get sorry. The Don't talk about tires yet. <laughs> so Same he drives. Way. Yep. And he likes to slide the car a lot. Like Drifty McDrifferson, like Jeff, almost. No. No? He's not as good as Jeff? I gotta tell you. I know as much as you, you were like, oh my God, look at him drifting through 1617. 1617, he was moving. When Richard went moving. out there and went through 1617, guess what? No. The car was just as ass out. Yep, it was. Can't be. It was. Can't be. True story. In the last session, yeah, because we didn't have any left. Well, no, I mean in day one. <laughs> I would have to see video conclusive proof of that. Okay. We'll, we'll work on that. We'll get, our, we'll get the, we'll get the, uh, get the tech team to review the tape. <laughs> Review the tape. So it was, this is the first time I'm like, man, we really, sh- I really should have had a camera on him. Yeah. Because uh, early, early on in the race, also, before my contact, even coming over the launch, was following. Well, actually, I was coming over the launch. I was being run down 
by a last gen prelude and the black RSA. Oh, the black prelude. And all the white, the, the really beat the crap one that was kind of white, kind of gray, kind of whatever on it. Okay. Not the black one. The black one was like that '93 one, and they mm-hmm. drove an interesting manner too. But no, so they, so over the launch, and then they're walking, and the RX-8 is in front, and then the Prelude's behind him, and the Prelude got kind of crossed up, and Happens. he tried to catch it, and he tried to catch it, and then he made contact with the back corner of the RX, Oops. and the RX did RX things like spinning off into the grass, going around by a keyhole. So, and that was like, that was right there. <laughs> the seat parted, and you drove right through. I said, man, that was awesome. <laughs> I wish I had camera on that one for that. So yeah, that was that was cool. That was early on. That was again like right after we've been yellow and now it's green and everybody's going. Here's mist from some people yeah. that are just chomping red, together. Red mist is real. Yep. yep. Very very real. Okay, so he drives. He puts up better times than you by a lot, as expected. Moving. As expected. And uh, we were all somewhat surprised by that. It was good. Um, you know how fast the car was going to be on said round black objects. Do you want to talk about and the tires? No, let, we'll let's go, clear the tires. Let's, let's go tell Richard's driving, then we'll talk about the okay, tires. Okay, we'll tires. So he drives, uneventful, blinding stent, did right at hour and 45 minutes, hour and 40 minutes, something like that. Might have, might have been a hair more than that. It was it was just under two hours. He did, and he, he came in probably a little bit early because he was worried about he was wanting to check the oil. Right, oil was we had identified as all P cars do a significant minor oil leak. Hardly touched the track. If it was a Chevrolet, you wouldn't have taken the track. Oh, you. No, I'm just saying. Even a Ford didn't take the track with like that much oil coming out. A lot of oil. It's a trip. How much oil were you using? Over the course of a two-hour stint. In the course of a two-hour stint, how many? Maybe. How many? Maybe a quart. How many? How many quarts did it take to fill it after Richard drove for two hours? And I don't 30 remember. Minutes, that. Twenty I don't minutes. Know. It's a little fuzzy on the details. Yeah, a little fuzzy. Okay. I would say let's let's. let's it was just in just full disclosure <laughs> when we got to day two. I picked up another six pack of oil. <laughs> another six pack, uh, not being twelve ounce, but brought, light. We're talking six quarts. For day two. So, pick that up on the overnight, and then uh, we took home, I think, uh, three and a half. Uh, well, we didn't top it off after the race, that's why. Details, details, I get it, yeah. Same amount of oil we came <laughs> home, rather than inside the block or not. In the blocker, in the can, doesn't matter. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. So, he finishes, we top off the oil. Um, splash, I, splash I hop in. Too. A big splash of gas. Um, he had run it almost all the way out. I hop in, I go make my stent, and I am struggling to drive this car at pace. Um, on corner entry, any touch of the brakes or any coming off the brakes at any turn was like a Widowmaker. Um, rear bias just totally jacked in my mind. So my assumption was it was all tire pressures that we had been off on. Because we had zero testing on these said race tires. So we kind of went blindly at basing it on car weight and where we're driving, what we're trying to get done. And uh, It was a great deal on those tires. Yeah. Day two, we increased the pressures. It was better. (laughs) The price on tires was amazing. The quality was the the lateral grip. Performance characteristics were a little Performance characteristics. Um, I ended up doing two hours and 20 minutes, two hours and 15 minutes. 
collarbones bruised from the Hans and me just continually tightening, tightening my belts. Um, that's me being paranoid. Um, left elbow, uh, we had to add a bar to said Porsche because it did not have the, the uh, lemons 7.5 rule. So we had to go back and add it. The car was not built for lemons. Originally it was built for PCA and NASA style events, SCCA, IT classes. I go back and add some bars. Bars made it insanely hard to get in and out of the car. Egress becoming extremely difficult um, with a guy my size, Hans, and a helmet. Same. It, it was not easy. My point to that was my elbow was catching the window net because of how we had to reroute the window net around the upper bar to push it in an inch and a half. I can reroute it on the outside. I just didn't have time to redo the wire rope at the bottom. Um, which we'll need to change for sure before you go back out on track. But all left-hand turns, basically my elbow was dink, dink, dink into the fucking window net, and it was just annoying more than anything. Um, other than that, I think day one, for me, was pretty uneventful, except for the amount of time I had in the stint. Um, I was getting somewhat fatigued, upper body. Um, left leg was somewhat going numb, because I'm a little further right to the clutch pedal. I'm not going straight to it. And got a full course yellow. Again, after we just had one, got a full course yellow. I was like, well, now's a good time to go in and get fuel because um, I'm tired of shit. And let's see where we're at. Maybe Carver wants to drive. Maybe Jose wants to drive. And I pull in. And long story short, we were five minutes from the finish. It's like yeah, yeah, 4.55. So there's no way we were going to fuel it and get back out. And it was also proof of concept that the car does have a um, over 12-gallon tank. And we'll leave it at that. Yep. Um, you can Wikipedia it and find out if it truly does have a 15-gallon fuel cell or not from the factory. But with a four-cylinder motor and that kind of a tank and crappy tires, you can run two-and-a-half-hour stints in that car all day Yeah, so it's long. got a little fuel, uh, fuel mileage, mileage gauge up there. That sucked that. when I was driving, by the way. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's like 35, 36 miles a gallon the whole time. It's terrible. I don't get it. But yeah, yeah, so you got that gauge right there, right above the tap, right? Yeah. Telling you your fuel economy. And then way down here by the shifter is the oil pressure gauge. Like, I, <laughs> I want, the I want that one more common. Oil pressure was pegged the whole time. Uh, okay. I'll see if it had oil on it. Yeah, it had plenty of oil. Yeah, plenty of oil. Oh, well. Huh. It was never low with gas on the hand. It was always low for me. Um, Sometimes it would come down to like yeah. four and a half. But usually it was over there five and a half, but came down to four and a half. Bar. So we waited the five minutes. We cracked open our beer. Um, we topped the car off, set the air pressures, picked up air pressures rear, four PSI. Um, three PSI in the front and bought more gas went to the house <laughs> we inspected the tires we, we inspected the tires and we found out that there were sections of tread block missing that were the size of my thumb there's one section that looked like it was fixing the delaminate but it was a big tree. yeah delaminate so if you've ever seen the old school retread tire like our left side had the retread outside edge peeled back the entire way around yep it was bad shit. But it wasn't rolling over. I mean, the pressure was right. It really wasn't rolling over. It wasn't rolling over. It's just so squiggly to sidewall. So let's talk about tires before we get into the rotation of the tires that night. Or that so, morning. Sorry, that morning. Yeah, the tires. The tires, the tires were a smoking it, deal, man. They it were, was a last-minute deal. It was deal. a budget purchase. You went to a Discount Tire, which is like the Antichrist for TireRack.com. Um, so you get stuff the next day. There was kind of an expectation, right? Based on Richard's naysaying that... The P word. Chances are we wouldn't make the full race. 
I said full four hours, not even 24 hours. Much less the full race. Take the two off the front. Didn't think you were going to get the first day. For sure you weren't going to get all both days in. Probably weren't going to get the first day in. So kind of the over-under number was about four hours. That's why he drove first. Yeah, that's true. That is true. I didn't. If it was going to break, get, it was get break laps on, on your car. I yep. get it. I wanted to be in, in that car. Um, so the over under was three and a half hours, right? And so it, right. the four hour mark was going to be that. Yes, we've already won victory, that which you were still celebrating at the end of the day on Sunday. Absolutely. Yeah. Without a doubt, because you know that was uh, the, in the, the BS first win in the BS inspection with the judge. He's like, you know, nine twenty four. Only one of us has ever finished a race before, and that had a Nissan motor in it. So it sounds reasonable, actually, for this. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that was a, that was a win. So we bought tires based on a expected four hour runtime, potentially, and we ran the whole time. So the 400 treadwear, uh, Kumo Extra ASTs, not the hot ticket. Absolutely slow trash. They squirmed a lot. I bet they would have been good in the rain. ASTs. It'd have been a good rain um, tire. So, so said said tires. It's on silent because we're doing a podcast. Sorry. Kim's here. Nothing more. Yep. So, what's the rule for lemons on t- treadwear tires? 200. So we've doubled the, ne- the negative. Yep. It's 200, let's go 400. Because if 200's good, 400's better. Not so much. Not so much. Oh, we went the wrong way. No. no. Did they even check on the tech? No. We have a history, though. Oh, okay. We have We're different. We have a history on tires. I disagree. That was unfortunate. It was related to the van. <laughs> but we have a history on tires. So yeah. we wanted to be legal. So we stayed legal. We were beyond legal because these tires were the equivalent of driving on ice on a nice October morning in Oklahoma when you're not supposed to get ice. And you're running down I-40. Slip sliding everywhere. See, I think I think you got actually your experience was was bad in a different way than mine. So when I first went out there and it was full tread block, yeah, and you turned, then like it would wait a little bit until the tire. Oh no, I had all that shit away. too. No, and the, then entire it time, the entire time, the entire time. You had to be a second to two seconds ahead of the car. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Pick what you want to do. Turn. Wait. All right now. Okay, are you coming along? Yeah. Because I've turned the wheel, so the car. It's, Bus stop and hey, diamonds. Bus stop and diamonds edge were insanely difficult. To carry any pace through with that. So that, that made part of our problem, right? So so we were we were we didn't have the grip to win anything in a corner and we didn't have the horsepower to win anything on the straight. Now we weren't a total chicane, but I was it was say, we were not a total off. chicane because I passed a bunch of people. They may have been broken down beside the road. Mm-hmm. Um, or on fire. On fire yep. or smoking. Um, but they were having problems. And like I said, this was probably the most eventual one that we've done in a long time. Yep. This was uh, there was a lot, lots of, of fires, lots of cars off, lots of cars, two cars upside down, lots of action, um, lots of action, uh, oil lines being lost, um, cars pulling off in the grass, not even stopping, just going across the grass, setting the grass on fire, burned at least an acre and a half, two acres of the front stretch. That was um, not much, was it? Oh yeah, that's at least an acre, <laughs> at least an acre. The uh, started in fifteen. And came across between 1 and 17. I mean, it, the wind was whipping and it just moved right across. So the tire choice um, was definitely a factor. Um, I will reiterate what we had talked about Sunday was, as we're looking at results and going, holy crap, we're here. The comment was, or the question from you was, 
How much time do you think we lost entire selection alone per lap? And I'll, I'll bring this up because it was interesting because my answer, at least at the time, you said was exactly what you thought. So I said four seconds, mm-hmm. and you said, yeah, my thought was four to five. Okay. Um, knowing that Jose and I both were running 203s, high 203s, 2037, 2039s, you take five seconds off that, that puts us at A-class times. Um, That's a C-class car. And a C-class car that was classed in B with no penalties. But anyway. I'll take it. It was a good time. The tires were shit. It probably it probably was a B-class car. I think with the correct I think tires, with the faster, correct right? tires, you know, it could be a B-class car. Power. The more modern cars that are coming in, the more modern they are, the more horsepower they're bringing in. Yeah. Maybe this time to class it down. The NC Miata was probably, to, in my mind, the most impressive. How do you get an NC Miata? $500 my ass, right? The whole yep. thing. Yep. But an NC Miata that was clean, um, unviolated. I really didn't see any panels bent on it. They were flying. Big fuel tank, plenty of mileage, but it's a game. I don't even know where they ended up in the final. I didn't need to look at all that. That was a car that every time it came by, it was surprising how quickly the speed differential between it and a 924, yep. um, which you can compare the era of the 924 coming out, comparable to an NC Miata of its era for sure. And the NC is so much superior to it. NC was destroying the RX-8. And they're basically the same car, technology. right? It's just technology. Check. Well, they're the same car. Suspension off the RX-8 moves right over the NC, vice versa. Um, different power plant. Torque. But that NC was destroying cars out there. Yeah. Uh, I don't know the driver's setup in that car, but I know there are a couple skilled drivers that would make that thing blindingly fast. Screaming. Yeah. So let's go to stint one, day two for you. Damn. Not really. You made you made contact again, right? There was contact again. There was contact again. So I you crashed disappear. into shit. I could not disappear. It's a white car. It's not hard. Well, it was a white car that got me. Yeah. We're in car- we're in the carousel. I was on the inside. Where you had no grip. I was on the car- carousel inside, and I was creeping up past the white Mustang. And ran clockwise, traditional lemon way out. And I personally believe that there was a car that came up on the outside of the Mustang that he caught out of the corner of his eye, and he. Jerked over, jerked over to the left, and I was climbing over the curbing, trying to give him as much space as possible. And I cannot disappear. So by the time point. I got out there, day two, uh, turn one coming into, coming off the carousel into one. The three cones on the left didn't move. The people were center punching the curbing. It's like you talk about a guaranteed way to end your race. Rip that oil pan right off. Well, that's where I was. That's where I was getting driven towards because I was right. already over top of the curbing. Well, that's where they were pushing yeah. to the left of the curbing to try and open the straightaway. But you're crossing the curbing twice. You're unsettling the suspension. You're not any faster through that area. Just don't think you are. And I understand that you know the court course marshals can't go back there and reset the course at that point in time. But it's almost like we need some the solid flipper flapper poles to put mm-hmm. out there keep people off of that area because that did became a hazard people shortcutting the course coming back on the course and thinking they had right away because they had taken the braver route through and it's like this route's faster for a reason you know so i did see the mustang again not, not that many laps later yeah yep how was it uh i well it was a white car too so i didn't see it really much of that but uh as we were coming down uh but the backpack strip 
going into that kind of that sweeper before you get to Diamond's Edge. Diamond's Edge, yeah. Before, he was right around that uh, little bit in front of the flag station, and then something shiny came out from underneath of his car. And then something else shiny came out from underneath of his car, and then he went over. Is this the drive shaft one? I don't know if it was drive. I don't know what the hell it was. So they found a drive shaft on track that was like 90 degree bent, twisted up 90 degree bent. Could have been. So but there's also a couple of lost exhausts. So. Uh, it might have been the exhaust too. Uh, so there was something something shiny left on the track, relatively close to the flag station, and he went across track and then parked on the outside of the track. Uh, that was drive shaft. Yeah, that was drive shaft. Okay. And then when I went looking through pit, paddock, I didn't see him. Yeah. I was going to be kind of curious. Put it on trail hey, when home. <laughs> hey, what happened? Did you see me? Did you not see me? Or so. Kind of a kind of an unhappy way to do that because I didn't want to. Make, this is the first time I've ever made contact in a race. And it was with your car. It was my car. And it happened twice. That's interesting. Yep. Yep. You had more trust and faith in what the car was going to do than the people around you. I think. Well, that could have been. Uh, so then the end of my session ended uh, going into Diamond's Edge. Many, many laps later. This is a good one. On the brakes. Kim's giggling because she's heard the story. On the brakes, and then the back end decides, as Richard has described, described it repeatedly, to want to come around. And it did. And uh, Quickly. Yeah. It came around real quick. Um, there was a car that was passing behind me as I'm going kind of perpendicular to the track. <laughs> um, so I just, I used both feet in at that point in time just to try to not back, back into him and punched through his passenger side door. Uh, came to a full, full complete stop. Uh, car was still running, which was good. Both feet in, it's a good plan. Yeah. Uh, Look to my right, and coming out of that coming out of that sweeper, is it a sweeper? What's the name of that turn? Uh, we call it sweep, sweeper leading okay. the Diamond's Edge, yeah. Okay, so the sweeper coming up to the Diamond's Edge. Look over to my right, and then there comes like the thundering herd of cars. The one that stood out in my mind, though, was the, uh, the blue 70s Camaro. Uh, 70s and, dirt like, track style Camaro. Yeah, just like you know, fangs out, <laughs> wire coming kill outside. You. Yeah, this is this is the car that's gonna like get you. Um, but no, the car was the, the, the 924 is still running. Grab the gear and uh, try to get the hell out of the way. And, and how the tires do when you accelerate away? I have no idea. I was yeah. just I just, so, I, yeah, still, I saw like, Camaro. I would just be sitting there just spinning because every time I took off in the car, I was like, oh my gosh. I just saw Camaro. So as soon as we got through there, like, okay, well, this is, this is, this is crap. Um, so, uh, came off mentally, mentally, uh, decided that mentally I need, shaking. I needed to be out of the way on that one. So, uh, yeah, took it over to, took it over to Black Flag, self-reported that I got stupid and the car tried to kill me and all that. <laughs> okay, ran out of talent. I can, I can live with that one too. Uh, and we did a driver change and sent, uh, we sent you out next. Jose next. Jose went next. Again? I had last in. Same exact order day two as day one. No. No. Jose went next. Huh. Okay. Well, he got black flag probably for me. Yep. Even which, though I reported. Which I got black flag the day before for him. For allegedly. Him speeding in the pack. Allegedly. I did, I did make sure that it was me they were black flagging. I made sure they put up a number that said 176, which took three to four laps before that happened. Um, sorry, corner workers, for that, but at the point that we were somewhat in the hunt, it was like, holy crap, we're we're making laps, and we're not in trouble, and then they showed our number, I was like, how, I did nothing, I pulled out on track, little did I know that it was a teammate that had been accused of speeding in the paddock. Thank you, accused. So, there was so a lot there's of white, no radar there, proof. There's a lot of white cars there. A lot of white cars. There's a lot of white cars. Could have been the 17 Mustang that we later made. Yeah, could have been the 76 white Pinto. No, the 76 was that brown oh, accident right, thing. I, yeah. I'm making things up. Okay, all right. 
176. 176. Sorry. You got it. Could have been the other, could have been one of the other uh, Porsche water coolers. Two of those uh, white. I was at least going by the number, not just the car. I'm just going to go with the car. 176. No, I'm just going to go with the car. It's, just, it's a white car. It's a white car. That's all it's White's not right. I'm at, I'm. Um, so then he drives. He really has no trouble. Um, no, he's clean. He's fast. He's clean. He's fast. He comes in again, concerned about oil. Um, top of oil, fuel, he had run it down really good. Um, there was not enough time left for me to do a final stent. So that's why we put you back in the car. You jumped back in the car. If you pulled the driving suit out of your ass, mm. went back out. And what'd you do? Hour and a half? Hour and 30? Ish. And that's when the uh, chaos ensued in turn one, um, which was low speed, oh, high drag, yes. losing the oil cooler line um, off the oil you, where cooler. Where were you at? You had gone to grab lunch or something? I went to grab lunch when Jose got in. We got Jose in. I went to grab lunch. That guy got to eat. Where did you? So when did you drive? You just drove at the I last. I drove time? last. The last two hours and ten minutes. All right. I did last stamp both days. So both days over two hours. You've gone someplace, right? No, I put you in the car. Okay. Yep. Um, put you in the car you go drive and then incident happens turn one um, there was chaos they're coming the through there was chaos at the track at that point there was chaos at the track so he comes through loses the oil line he spins he being ends the, up Mustang, Mustang. Yeah. ends up on the infield Audi spins in his wake literally of oil six and a half quarts ends up on his lid um, lands back on his tires Mustang takes off, not realizing what happens. They make it to Diamond's Edge. By the time they get to Diamond's Edge, now you've got an Audi off, you've got a Mustang off. Audi had been on its lid, so they roll ambulance, they roll EMTs. Firefighters, safety crew, there's a Miata that's off, and the 240-ish It's thing. like the 240-ish thing, yeah. That's over there, past Diamond's Edge. So we got past the flag five station. cars off, one on upside fire. down, one on fire. On fire. Um, one, on the, one past Diamond's Edge was on, was yeah. on fire. He took a picture of it. So Scott, that was awesome. Yeah, Scott is having a horrible moment, um, and basically, after four laps, five laps, they finally decide to black flag all or no, red, red flag. That. I only drove through the front stretch through the wall once. I thought it was water the first time I went. The one time I went through it. Okay, I only you didn't remember you'd gotten in the car, so I'm gonna disagree with you. It was four to five laps because I had texted Brian over the course of seven minutes. Um, over opinions and views that Richard had of what was going on. They were all ignored, which is fine. Um, he came by later and was like, you're correct. I'm going to leave it at that. But it was more than seven minutes. I really... So, I thought I only was, went through there one You time. were on drugs. It's okay. Well, Advil counts. I never... So this is really bad. I never saw that Audi. Um, I, didn't, was, I don't even know where it was at on track. It was all the way, right? Safety cars were parked in front of it before you got there. The trucks were. Never saw it. Trucks were there. Amos was there. I saw, the, I saw the liquid on the ground, but yeah. I never saw it. Good for you, because a lot of people didn't. There was a lot of, a, whoa, whoa, sliding around. <laughs> so they black flag all, red flag, as we would call it, bring everybody in, and they pull everybody out of the car, tell them it's going to be 40 minutes, then it's an hour, then it's an hour and 20 minutes. Then they give us a 20-minute warning. Okay, okay, we're ready. And Carver's like, later. Carver's like, you get out of the car, or I get out of the car, you're driving, Richard. Okay, I'm driving last stint. Hope we can make it. We're not allowed to fuel. Okay. Jump out there, and uh, they say, okay, 20 minutes to make sure you're ready. Don't be late. You're going to do push-ups otherwise. Okay, okay. Set a timer on your watch. Okay, Siri, set a timer. And uh, 
It wasn't two like minutes. Three minutes. Two no, minutes later. It's like, dude, two minutes later. Like minutes three minutes. Seconds. Three minutes. Get in your cars. Like, what the hell? We jump in the car, start, and we sit there for three minutes. Then we eventually leave, and probably two formation laps back to green. Um, there was two cars. There was two types of cars out there at that point in time. You had something that was really healthy and fast, or something that was limping. really broken limping. So this was a point where I drove for a while. Then I got the I slid off. Right and got uh, two wheels off because you were dodging the two. I was, do- I was dodging uh, people driving like morons because I was not about to crash your car. Thank you for that. Like of all things for Richard to do, that wasn't happening. Um, you were just thinking if you crashed it, then you couldn't charge. Dude, if I knew a good body man, it'd be different. Um, you just you were so just you were excited. Dollar signs as I came in off track. Right, bent fenders. Um, <laughs> so then I could pull off for that. And basically self-report because I dropped two wheels off and that's when I came over and filled up with gas. And then we go out and run till the very fucking end. And uneventful other than more yellows, more grass fires. Um, watched Mike Snow, Michael Mills go off the launch, set the grass on fire, burn the car down. They were in the lead of the race. So the Audi went upside down, then Mike... Michael Mills and Mike Snow go off, catch their car on What's fire. That? Was that the was that the kamikaze? Kamikaze car. That burned. Oh yeah. Oh really? Stuff dripping off the rockers on the side of the car. Uh, it was bad. That car's won a lot of those races. Won a lot of races. Fast, fast car, fast, fast drivers. That's all it takes. Think it's done? Was done done? I would bring it back if it were me. It depends how much wiring damage it got. Yeah. But it, I mean, it was bad. But pretty much finished under yellow, uh, under full course yellow for the race. We got like a lap and a half of right. green. That was it. And it was back to yellow. So, finish the race. Um, we come in, and we're just happy we finished. I mean, just freaking ecstatic. Yep. Um, so then the beer ensued, and we weeped about the death of four Kumo tires, which we will never run again on anything as long as we live. Not Kumos, but those Kumo tires and lemons race. Kumo extra ASTs. ASTs. For a lemons race, not a good choice. Um, I got. Is there a treadwear on those? Treadwear warranty on those? Because they only did. What did we say? Six hundred. Six hundred ninety-seven miles. Six hundred ninety-seven. Two miles. days. Huh. Around a two point three mile circuit. Not bad. So it's probably like forty thousand mile tires. Right. Not anymore. Um, in the end, uh, they're tires that you would not run on your ex-wife's Kia. Right. Oh. I think. I think they would have been great rain tires. It did not rain. It's Houston. It's the first race where it had rain. Yeah, this is true. We did have sprinkles at one point, but not rain. I didn't, it didn't never, yeah, never got wet enough, though. Okay. Kim, you have anything to add? Nope. Nothing. Thanks for letting us play. Okay, any, any last words? It's a lot easier to run a, to do one of those races when uh, the car is not broken. Fighting you the entire time mechanically. Um, I think that's probably one of the few times we've raced more than we've wrenched. So, kudos to a uh, running marquee vehicle um, that allowed us to drive, um, albeit not as fast as we wanted at some points. It delivered consistently the exact same thing for the uh, 16 hours that we raced without question. Not the brand that I thought would have been reliable. Nope. In that race. And then no tires. So tires. go check out the results. Um, you get a chance. 
Uh, follow us, Facebook, Instagram, all the things. We'll chat with y'all soon.